I think you would agree with this, but like as humans, we feel more comfortable in like the black or the white, the hot or the cold, yes or no. And so the reality is, is that these polarities are an illusion. Like everything in life is really the gray in between. And so we might suppress or look over things that aren't necessarily on brand for us, but doing so, we're only placing limitations on our free expression. Welcome back to Let's Thrive, the podcast. I'm your host, Emily Feichels, and it's a pleasure, as always, to have you here listening. It is a very, and I mean very, foggy morning here in Austin, Texas. Like, the the cloud coverage, or whatever you would call that, is so low, you can't see anything. It's just all white. Like, I, I being an East Coast girl, Northeast girl myself from Pennsylvania, Looked, caught a glimpse of outside now that it's finally light out. It's also like 7.30 in the morning. So <laughs> it's finally light out and I like glimpsed out the window and I did a double take. So I'm like, blizzard? Snowstorm? You know, like my little my little kid heart inside got all excited because who doesn't love a good snowstorm blizzard when you live back in PA? I do at least. And then I was like, no, it's not snowing in Austin, Texas. And I looked again and I was like, wow, that's just some really, really dense fog. And I don't know where it came from. But yeah, I mean, damn, not that anybody cares what the weather's like here in Austin. I'm just a little flabbergasted by this. (laughs) What a start to Monday. But no, I mean, it's actually been a very good start to Monday uh, as I'm here high vibing recording. It was daylight savings yesterday. um, And so we, you know, that can get confusing at times, whatever. But my body's natural clock is still a little askew. So I woke up at 6 a.m. this morning feeling like I had slept in till 7 a.m. I'd been tossing and turning and eventually just decided to get up and I was like, why am I up at 6 a.m. on a Monday? Monday and Tuesdays are my weekend technically. I work um, part-time in like the restaurant industry and all that. So my Saturday, Sunday is actually Monday, Tuesday. And so I always let myself sleep in and my natural sleep in is usually like 7.30 at the latest. But I was like, you know what? I'm up, I can't sleep, my back hurts. (laughs) I'm just gonna get up at 6 a.m. So I got up and I did the most therapeutic deep clean of my apartment and it felt so freaking good. I just had a foster pup for like a month and a half and my apartment was just in ruins. Like, oh my God, I had to put everything up and there was, you know, I couldn't sweep and I couldn't mop. And so I just got her adopted out and this will all be out of sorts timeline wise with episodes, but what, whatever whatever we're going with it and anywho I did a big deep clean this morning like sweeping and mopping and sweeping some more and cleaning up all this stuff and recycling and washing the couch cushions and next I'm working on the bed sheets and the bathroom and oh it was just so nice you know there's something about like super early morning midday or evening you put on some music I put on this like Christmas jazzy coffee shop vibe soundtrack on YouTube highly recommend lit some candles, made some tea, and just went to work cleaning. It took me about an hour, and then I was like, okay, I need to, I need to shift gears here, get Timber outside, <laughs> take a break from this manic cleaning episode. But anywho, maybe it's just me, maybe we're all like that, but I love, 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 love a good deep clean. 
So that being said, not that anybody cares about my deep cleaning as well as the weather, but that's how my Monday's going and it's going off to a good start. Also thought it was a great time riding these high vibes to record this intro and introduce today's episode, which I'm so excited for and absolutely loved recording. It is with Mish Michelle from 23 Collective. She's been on the podcast before and we just connected so well. I connect well with a lot of people, but something about her just there have been other friends and acquaintances in my life where you meet them, you start talking and you're just like, I want this person to be in my life more often. And for me, that's like, hey, let's record another podcast episode, which gives us an excuse to talk on mic for about an hour and then usually like another hour afterwards <laughs> as Mish and I did. But I just truly, truly love this phenomenal human being and this conversation we had. We touch on a lot of topics and a lot that we are currently going through and it seems like a lot of you all are currently going through as well. So hopefully it resonates Um, I know there's a lot in there about, oh my gosh, I am saying a lot, many, many times. Sorry about that. I sometimes have this weird quirk where I'll say a word, I'll just like get stuck on a word and it just becomes on repeat in my speech or in my mind, whatever it is. Like for a while it was Ollie Op, it was phenomenal, like I don't know, sorry, weird sidetrack, weird little quirk of mine, but where was I going with this all? Oh yes, the episode. We discuss so many, so many good things in here. So things about stress and boundaries and what it looks like to feel lonely or depressed or not be in a relationship, uh, changing course in life, learning to sit in the silence and sit in stillness, looking for like the light at the end of the tunnel sort of thing. Overall, just a really fun high vibe episode uh, with a lot of like hard truths in there, you know, like things that we need to really raise awareness around and truly ponder on and think about. So if you listen, if you resonate, let us know. Both of us would love to connect and Mish has her own podcast now as well. I'll be linking all of our creative pursuits and businesses and such down below. I'm a huge fan of her Instagram, 23 Collective. It's just the most, I don't know, it, it always resonates. It is beautiful, beautifully aesthetically themed Instagram design and the words in the post, I have probably nearly all of them saved. (laughs) I just, I love them and I reflect back on them. I share them on the podcast Instagram all the time. So definitely check them out. Uh, And then let us know as well, if you liked just the energy vibe we were carrying, I'd love to do more repeat guests, bring somebody on as co-host, whatever it is. And so if there's somebody that you guys really like, or you're like, wow, they really do vibe well together. By all means, let me know. Sometimes all we need is that outside perspective. So that being said, follow us along on Instagram. Main ones for Mish are at Mish Barnett and at 23collective, all linked below. And I'm on there at Emily Feichels and at Let's Thrive Podcast. I'd love to talk, chat, discuss, whatever it is, connect on Instagram. I truly will respond to anything and anyone. I just think connection is one of the most powerful tools we can utilize and have in this life. So why not continue it online away from the podcast? Uh, But yes, so all that being said, without further ado, let's begin. Morning. Hi, queen. How are you? I am doing good, like slowly getting my shit together for the day. But here you are. I'm an hour ahead of you and I am in the same boat. (laughs) I know I was thinking earlier, I was like, damn, I hope I was like, I have an hour, like after this conversation, I've got to like get going. <laughs> mm-hmm. I 
we're we're right there but it's also like here in New York I don't know if it's gross in Texas right now but it's I just want to stay in bed and do nothing like I have no motivation oh a hundred percent it's been like the last two days actually have been super gloomy and overcast and right Mm -hmm. like sometimes that's good but then it's like a few days in a row or when you're already in like a weird headspace I'm like, okay, this is a bit much. I need a little bit of sunshine and ice cream. And it's like sticky, humid out. And I just, I don't know. I get very like, whenever it's that humid and you just feel sticky and gross and everything's like, oh, I hate it. It's one of my least favorite weather sensations, but yeah, yeah, we're here. So, (laughs) but yeah, no. Well, I do hope that it gets sunny at some point because that gives you kind of like the adrenaline rush that you need. I know. I'm like that or I'll just go out and do something. I need to go thrift shopping, get a Halloween costume. So that'll give me some, Yes, that'll give me some Ooh, juice, some vibe. Yes. <laughs> Bask in that creativity. That'll give you, that'll give you a good push. I was talking about that with my therapist actually like two weeks ago. Um, how, whenever I'm in like a funk or a rut or just not feeling it, the last thing I want to do is be creative. You know, like I don't feel mm-hmm. any push or flow, but I was telling her like, even if when I, ever I give myself just even like a bit of a nudge and I just try to take like a few photos or try to write a few words and I just like keep trying for like a little bit there, then like the creativity hits all of a sudden. And then it's such a transformation of like how I feel and just getting you out of that place. Yeah. So I've been trying to like push towards that a bit more, but I don't know. It's tricky. You know, (laughs) it's hard. It's hard. There's a balance between like pushing too much and then not like overworking yourself or like overstimulating in the sense of like Mm -hmm. just working to work rather, you know, because I feel like at that point you're then just like creating not shitty, but like not as authentic content or like you're not really into it. You're just doing it because you have to. Oh, a hundred percent. Like that's the that's the flip side of it is like also being aware of yeah when it's it's just like yeah when you're taking it too far you put it in the right words there I'll let that I'll let those be the words for it (laughs) (laughs) but how are you I feel like we haven't talked in so so long I know I was gonna say I was thinking back it's probably been like what four months or I don't know I'm losing track of time but it's been a long time since we've caught up yeah um no things are like going along here it's a very chaotic season of life um I feel like all the astrological senses have been like very much so aligning with all the shit I've been going through and Mm -hmm. it seems like a lot of people are going through it as well so I know I'm not like alone in that yeah but like damn I mean I've been sharing about it on Instagram and everything too and this episode will be out like in conjunction with it all but like mental health has been all over the place just like lots of life transitions and then lots of like uncertainty because mm-hmm. I'm about to move. And of course, I don't know where I'm going to move. I don't know what exactly I should set as my budget, right? Like for a move. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really know where I'm taking my work right now because I've sort of hit like another standstill of like having enough time to keep moving forward with it. Mm-hmm. And then I have this foster dog I'm trying to adopt. And then I'm like, mm-hmm. I need to go home at some point. Cause like, 
my grandma passed a few weeks ago and I just need to get home like as soon as possible, you know, just to like see family. Of course. But I don't know when I can do that. So I, yeah. I hate uncertainty, mm. um, as I assume most people do. <laughs> so I feel like that has just been setting my anxiety off like 24-7. Mm-hmm. And I'll just find myself like these thoughts on constant like replay, a constant cycle in my mind of like just jumping from problem to problem, even yep. though I know I don't have a solution yet. And it hit me the other day. I was like, this is useless. There's like a quote. I've seen on Instagram and it was like, when you worry about what hasn't happened yet or whatever it is, like you're putting yourself through it twice, you know, practically. Yeah. It's like, I'm just like ruminating on these issues that I obviously don't have a solution to now. And I can't make a solution happen. Like I literally have to wait for responses from people. I have to wait for like interest in the dog. You know, like I, I have no yep. control over this situation. So why am I like, constantly thinking and upsetting myself and getting so sad and frustrated with things that are entirely out of my control until the next step happens. And that Mm -hmm. next step has to come from something or someone in my external environment. Yeah. I was just like, Oh my God. So I'm, I'm slowly like getting out of that and I'm feeling a lot better and I feel like I'm just like, yeah, doing better, but damn, it's been real. So that's my little ramble on life but how about you? (laughs) Well, I just want to say that I completely feel your sentiments in the sense of like, everything is sort of like floating around and you can't grasp, like I see it, like you can't grasp it because it's not yours necessarily. Like it still needs to kind of like cultivate and like work through a little bit more. But yeah, I was in the same place. I So I've come home, I'm home on Long Island with my uh, family and I literally, I was just like, I have no idea what the hell I want to (laughs) do. I have nothing planned. All I know is that I, I, I have this like very strong pull to do something with like humanitarian efforts and volunteer Mm -hmm. rather than just like going straight into my degree and like working at a fashion and just like a fashion house or anything like that. So I have applied to a few programs and every single one of them, exactly like you're saying, I'm like waiting to hear a reply. And I'm like, I want to buy my ticket. I want to do all of these things, but I need to chill the hell out and let it work out the way that it's supposed to. And so that has been a major, major lesson for me these last two months. And really just reminding myself that like, if it's meant for me, it's already mine. Like it's in my path already. So I just need to continue doing what I'm doing, like keeping my creativity flowing and nurturing that. And also just like nurturing myself. Like I don't have, I mean, I have some friends home and it's, it's good to be home, but like, I don't have a guy to like hang out with. Like, it's just, there's, there's so much that's so different from where I was in the city that it's like, my priorities are completely flipped 180, but I'm finding, finding that balance, (laughs) trying, really trying. Yeah. And I feel like what you said there, and I feel most people any age, but especially our age, when we're in such a stage of life where things move at a pretty like fast pace, right? Like we're used Mm -hmm. to going from one thing to the next, one school to the next semester, one job to the next, you know, like person, friend, event, whatever. And so to be in a position where we both kind of are right now, where we are being asked and forced to truly like 
not, you know, literally sit still, but to really like sit in this in-between space between what we had and what we're going towards is really hard. Cause it's like you said, like, you just want to like get your ticket, get going. I'm the same way. I'm like, I need to move. I need to do this. Like it's, we, we want to like stay in that state of like forward motion. And Mm -hmm. like I said, it's not as though we are actually sitting still. We're not going backwards. We're not, we're still taking forward action, but it is like a much slower sort of like, yeah, slower pace, I would say like slower in between space. And that can be really hard. And I feel like anyone that's like transitioning between college, like they just got their degree, they're good to go. And they're like, now feeling that pressure to rush into a job or to rush into Mm -hmm. like the next big life decision, whatever it is, like, I don't know, it can be really hard to sit in that space in between. But I feel like it can really force you to like, be with yourself, you know, and I feel like that's Mm -hmm. kind of what you were alluding to with like, you don't have a guy right now, you don't have as many friends, you probably don't have like as many life things happening. And I'm very similar as well. And while those are all nice, they can also be like very easy distractions. Um, just exactly. as life events can be from like sitting with ourselves and being mm-hmm. with ourselves. So yeah. that's always curious as well. It's about finding the comfort in the discomfort mm. for me right now. And it's hard, but it's also like, there's this kind of little inkling that I'm like, I'm supposed to be here. I'm supposed to be working through these things and like these wounds and triggers, et cetera, et cetera. And so pardon my French, it fucking sucks, but I know that it's the, it's what's meant for me. Like it's cracking me open in, in the literal sense and like allowing me to spread my wings and really, really embody myself and who I want to be in this world. So it's all good. (laughs) No. And like you said, it, it really does fucking suck. And I've said that to myself and to others in my life a lot in the past few weeks, probably more so than I've should have. But (laughs) that being said, I think there are little ways that when you're aware of that, you can then like almost take the extra, extra care, the extra attention to care for yourself and to implement like the little things that do help you along the way. Mm -hmm. Um, So I know I'll like ask you in a moment what yours are, but I know for me, like in these times when literally it feels like every day I could have a breakdown. I'm like fucking over this. It's like just so much to handle. I keep having to like kind of rein myself in and remind myself like you were going through this for a reason. This is what makes you feel good. Now let's, let's do that. Let's just do Mm -hmm. this and get you feeling good. And for me, that's like ending my night with a bath and journaling and like reading a little bit of my book. It's going actually in like any sort of movement. So it's like going for a walk, by myself without the dogs pulling me um, or like going to the gym or doing like a yoga or dance flow at home. Um, It's actually lately also been like following that creative side, which we discussed Mm -hmm. earlier. So I'll like just go in the kitchen and start making something or I'll start photographing something um, or writing or whatever it is, or I'll um, the other thing I'll do actually is kind of an odd one, but I I like to go thrift shopping. (laughs) And I mentioned this earlier, I'm going to go later today, like it's just a very comforting and soothing practice that Mm -hmm. I've done since I moved here. Like in the beginning, when I, when I was struggling with like living alone and being here alone, um, I don't really like shopping many other stores, but thrift shopping, just the people there and the, Mm -hmm. the vibes that you get from the places here, like they're just soothing. And so those are like little comfort steps I've been taking in the past few weeks, whenever this time starts to feel like way too much. And I start to feel myself 
going from anxious into like almost an overwhelmed, like angsty state. I don't know. So um, I'd be curious, like if you've found little practices or moments that bring you like comfort in these times. And then obviously who's ever listening, like start thinking about things that really like when you think about them, they just like make you smile or they make you feel at ease or peaceful. And I suggest like making a list like we're talking about here, just so you have those to go to whenever, whenever you need them, truly. Yeah. It's important to cultivate like a nice, comfortable list of just what (laughs) they're, they're agreeing with me. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Um, Of just like go-to practices for when you're like scatterbrained and you can't necessarily catch your breath at least for me it really is very physical and so like I will like feel myself like having shortness of breath and I can't really like get a hold of my thoughts let alone my physical state so I really really love to put on like a good song shut my door or like go out onto my balcony and just dance like put my headphones on and just fucking go wild because we don't we don't acknowledge and we don't realize that everything is energy. Everything is energy. And so these emotions that we're feeling when they arise, unless we do something to kind of work through them and feel through them, they're going, they're going to stay. And even if it's not necessarily your state presently, it's still going to find you again. And so Mm. movement, going for a walk, just like moving your body however it feels comfortable and even if it doesn't feel comfortable like it's weird it is weird to just like look at yourself in the mirror and just like go at it and like do crazy dance moves or whatever Mm -hmm. and like I know that does sound crazy and it's kind of like oh like that's that's a little (laughs) that's a little weird but in all sincerity the amount of endorphins that just are rushing in your body and like the release of what you subconsciously are holding on to is it's just it's indescribable when you're able to finally like have that deep exhale and acknowledge that like okay I I don't feel that weight on me anymore so like yeah dancing is definitely become my go-to I think because it does make me kind of uncomfortable to like do it it's the best because putting yourself in that kind of like uncomfortable space like allows you to open up yourself a little bit more and so that's my favorite I love painting I love just using my creativity and seeing what I can produce and cooking recently has been really big for me just putting random stuff like today is so gross out. So after this, I'm going to make a delicious soup with whatever fresh vegetables I have in the fridge and just see how it tastes and how it comes out. (laughs) I love that. Also, sorry for any background noise. The dogs are currently doing circles throughout the apartment. So we love that. Um, But no, I like, yeah, (laughs) great for now. Um, No, I just, I, yeah once more completely love that and what you said about the dancing like it's I don't I don't know why but I do growing up I always loved dancing I had no qualms about it but then it's been in like the past 10 years I don't know where like suddenly I get so like I don't know it's I don't even know if it's I guess it is kind of like uncomfortable about Mm -hmm. 
dancing because I feel I just have this idea of like who am I to dance like I probably look like shit blah 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 Mm -hmm. and then like I don't know sometimes I just need the reminder of like dancing is one of those things there really is literally no right way to do it and it feels like a little weird I mean it's just a form of moving your body and there aren't really like guidelines you have to follow and so yeah like sometimes I'll put on like a there's like this youtuber mad fit um and she does all the all these like dance like five minute dance workouts whatever it is and I'll just put one on and at first I feel so stiff and uncomfortable and then by the end of it I just sort of like let myself go with it and the other night um my friends a few mutual friends had this like big party to celebrate their friendship and they rented out this private event space and we all got dressed up and went out and the friends I was with like the three of us were all very socially anxious so of course we're like okay well like let's take a shot let's you know, let's like get ourselves feeling comfortable. I don't go out much. I don't like drink too, too much, but I was like, I just want to have fun tonight. And this is giving me too much anxiety. Like we'll just have a bit to drink. And like, by the end of that night, we are obviously like all feeling it and everyone was just dancing. And it was just to that point in the night where I just had like zero anxiety and we were just Mm -hmm. like dancing and dancing and dancing. And afterwards it was like, I felt that felt so good. And nobody was dancing you know what I mean and like it was just a reminder that like dance is something that you can do so easily there Mm -hmm. is no right way to do it everybody like looks differently when they're dancing nobody's like critiquing or judging your dancing let alone when you're at home doing it alone but Mm -hmm. it just reminded me like how therapeutic it is and how such a release it is for like your physical mental and even like spiritual emotional side to just like move your body in the way of dance so yeah I love that. Yeah. I can recommend if you feel like mad or like just like pent up anger, Black Skinhead by Kanye West. Oh my gosh. It's literally life changing to like just dance to that. I saw a video of this beautiful, beautiful writer, Emma Zek on Instagram that she posted of herself. And at first I like scrolled past it because I was like, oh, that's weird. But then I was like, wait, wait, wait by like acknowledging that that was I guess like a word that I'm like oh that's weird like I wanted to go back and like investigate it I'm like okay why did I think this is weird because Mm -hmm. she's expressing herself authentically on such a saturated platform I'm like wait no that's cool I acknowledge her vulnerability and that is dope like I might not have necessarily the inkling to do that just yet but it did kind of spark something in me where I was like I really really value that she put herself out there that way and then took one from her book and did it myself and I was like holy shit that (laughs) was unbelievable so yeah definitely yeah and that's that's so cool what you pointed out there right like I I feel like I've been acknowledging that a bit more lately right just I've been reading um think like a monk and shoot I'm blanking on the art on the author's name but he was talking at the one point about the role of judgment subconscious judgment when we're like moments like those right like we're not intentionally thinking like oh she's a weirdo like mm-hmm. fuck her it's like no it's just like an automatic response we have of like oh that's a little odd right but it's like a still like a almost like judgment place whatever so I was thinking on that and I was like oh how funny it is that we all do this right like something that we either have never experienced we just have like a preconceived bias or thought about it 
it's new to us, it's unknown, it's unfamiliar. Like we are just so quick to almost like write it off, right? Mm -hmm. And how cool it is when instead we can start to build the awareness that when we have those thoughts of like, oh, that's weird. Or, oh, I'd never do that. I'd never wear that. I'd never say that. And then we're like, well, like, what if I did? Or like, what if I tried? And like, for you, it was like doing that dance for me lately. It's been like with fashion. Like if I, I'm like, oh my God, I could never wear that. Or I would never wear that. And the one day I said that to my friend and he's like, well, why the fuck not? Like, who's to say? And cause I was like saying, I was like, oh yeah, I just like wouldn't look right with like my body shape, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, what the fuck? Like, no, you can like, who's to say what's what? Like, Mm -hmm. look at that. And he pointed out like five women who like, he's like, do you think they're like thinking that's necessarily like suited I don't know he just like put it in such perspective for me yeah okay and then like I've been trying to do that lately as well with what you said where if like I see somebody trying something whatever and if I just have that thought of like oh I I don't do that or I couldn't do that or I wouldn't do that Mm -hmm. I'm like why though like why do I think yeah why do I feel that and it doesn't mean you have to always pursue it or try whatever but like even just thinking on that like I think it's a good way to sort of like broaden your mind and really work on raising that internal awareness and vibration, but yeah, curious. So, oh, sis, yes, <laughs> absolutely. I think that that's one of the things I kind of touched on that in an Instagram post that I made on 23. And I was saying how we are multidimensional humans. Mm-hmm. Like we have many interests, many dislikes. And just because you like one thing doesn't mean that you can't like something else, you know? And I think it's so important that conversation that you had with your friend, because it is so true. Like we are our only limitations Mm -hmm. by saying like, oh, that wouldn't look good on me. Or, oh, I can't do, I can't like that. Or I can't listen to this type of music because blah, blah, blah. Like, well, (laughs) why, why can't you? Like just, just because I think you would agree with this, but like as humans, we feel more comfortable in like the black or the white, the hot or the cold, yes or no. And so the reality is, is that these polarities are an illusion. Like everything in life is really the gray in between. And so we might suppress or look over things that aren't necessarily on brand for us, but doing so we're only placing limitations on our free expression and most of the time when somebody is criticizing someone else for something like oh did you see that it's like they wish that they had really that authentic expression and that they had the balls to wear that top or whatever literally whatever it is it's like that's when you know going back to what you were saying before about how, when I saw the video, I was like, oh, that's weird. When you say something about, when you criticize something, most of the time it's because internally you're like, oh, I wish I could do that, but I, I don't have, I don't have blah, 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 you know? Mm -hmm. So it's just, it's, it's so important to let yourself live in that in-between place and in that gray matter, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I think it's important to touch what you said there about that polarity, right? And how we do think in such black and white mannerisms. I mean, yeah, I I even, this is like a neat example I always give for this type of discussion where it's like, 
almost with like the idea of favorites, right? Like, I don't know why, but I've had this weird quirk ever since I was a child of, um, I don't pick favorites. So I'll say like, oh, that's my favorite. But I, like, if you ask me what my favorite food is, what my favorite color, favorite song, book, blah, 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 anything. I truly like, I don't have one. Like I've never been able to nail down on one specific thing because I just feel like I'm always, I I say it's like, it's ever like shifting with my mood, the Mm -hmm. day, whatever. And I, I say that all the time to people and it's always like, whether it's like a date or you meet someone new or it always comes up and people are always, some get it. And then some are just like, oh, you have to have a favorite. I'm like, no, I truly do not. <laughs> and like, they'll, or, you know, when it comes to questions like, okay, would you only ever have all your foods hot or cold? Or would you only ever have this or that? Whatever it is, I can never for the life of me decide because it's like, I feel like I used to live in such a polarity mindset. And there are times when I still do for sure, but I've started to like shift out of that, thankfully. And I do try to like see all the in-betweens and the gray areas. And Mm -hmm. it is like a lot more, it's, there's a lot of like freedom to be found when you can start to like live and think and really see things in between, you know, Mm -hmm. extremes or spectrums, et cetera, it is. Um, But yeah, I think, and even like when it comes to, I know I've had this belief and I'm really like working through it now, when it came to like fitness, movement, exercise, whatever, I've had times in my life where I was like doing nothing, you know, like I was like nothing. And then there were times where I was just going like balls to the walls, too hard, over-exercising, whatever. Mm -hmm. And I feel like in the past like year, year and a half, I've been trying to find the spectrum between like, I don't have to be a fitness influencer level of like exercise movement, hardcore, et cetera. But I also like can acknowledge that doing nothing or really like not prioritizing it being on the other end isn't the best for my mental health either so like where am I in the middle right and I don't have to I can enjoy fitness and movement and my body doesn't have to look like xyz I don't know so Mm -hmm. there are like a lots of ways that when you start to think about your mindsets you can see where you are you can find yourself stuck in that like one side or the other one extreme to the next like and then if if you know it I feel like when you, when you're starting to like, you can find yourself either stuck on one side or just constantly yo-yoing between them and both can feel very tumultuous. So it's like, how do you find that in between your sort of like hazy peace side, peace area in between, I don't know, like the two bookends, so to speak. Mm -hmm. For you, it's fitness. And I would say for me, it's more like spirituality. And Mm -hmm. I, I am a very spiritual person. I mean, that's just, that's my essence. And I always say that we're a spiritual being having a human experience. And so there's times where I do get wrapped up and I'm like, okay, well, I can't do this. And I'm putting all these restrictions on myself because like, that's not spiritual. But at the end of the day, I am a spiritual person. I do have my morning meditation, all of my practices, everything that make me feel whole and make me feel complete. But that doesn't mean that I don't like to go out on Friday night with my besties and get dressed up and drink and have fun or go to concerts or festivals or whatever it is. Like there's just, there's such a beautiful like balance and flow when you are able to acknowledge like yes, I am this. And yes, I am also this. And so I'm going to ebb and flow when every single day between the two and maybe give more, 
I guess, grace when I'm not that spiritual person and I'm not, and you know, so Mm -hmm. it's really all about finding that balance between like the yin and the yang energy. Cause one's, one's force movement. And then the other is more flow and balance and allowing things to just be. I love that. Yeah. It is like that yin yang, like a little bit. Yeah. Of both like here and there. Um, yeah, no, I love that. Especially what you said with like the spirituality or, um, right. Like at that point, like you can even be with people's identity of feeling like, Oh, that like putting yourself in a box, so to speak. Right. Like, Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm the spiritual one, or I'm the, um, reliable, responsible, like hardworking one, or I'm this, this, this. And then when you take a step outside of that box and you do something that's just part of normal life, then, you know, if you've, if you've really like confined yourself and tried to label yourself, like you're going to feel like some sort of way, probably not like that great, or you'll be like stuck in your head, anxious, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that is why it's really cool to kind of like be aware of like, what labels have you put on yourself? What boxes have you confined yourself in or built around yourself? And then like, what truly at the end of the day does feel good, right? Like you said, some days it is you're going out and you're having fun with your best friends and doing this, this, and this. And then other days it is like staying in on a gloomy day and meditating and listening to binaural beats and cooking stew. You know what I mean? Like two sides here. And it's a blessing when you find people in your life and friends that are the same way. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you're outraging and other times you're in like sitting over stew, like listening to slow, peaceful music, watching the dogs, right? Like that's like the other side of it too. When you can find people that also don't try to label, define, box you in, et cetera. Mm -hmm. We love that. We love that lots. Yeah. Um, But, but yeah, so, oh, well, that was also great. I'm glad (laughs) we went off there. I love it. Um, Yeah, I guess I wanted to circle back. I made a note in this, in my mind earlier when you mentioned it, but you're back in Long Island. Obviously life is a bit different than what it would be living in the city. Um, I guess overall, like, how does it feel to just sort of be, I guess let's go with the idea you mentioned earlier as well. Like you don't have a guy right now, you know, I'm, I'm sure you have some friends or acquaintances there as well, but you're kind of removed from like, maybe like your friends or a guy or whoever it is in your life before that was really there to like bring a spark or companionship or friendship into your life. So how are you sort of like being okay in this season where you are at home and you are like maybe doing more things on your own? You're just not really there with your quote unquote, like people that were back in the city. Yeah, it's, um, it's, it was difficult uh, coming home and leaving everything in the city because I had to come home abruptly and I was pushing it like tooth and nail. I did not want to be doing what I had to. And, um, for my health, like my foot was just fucked up and like, I I couldn't live in a five-story walk up. Like I, (laughs) that was just not feasible at the time, but, um, really it's such an important, I guess, metaphor, but like the Phoenix coming from the ashes, like where you think that you're at your lowest point. And when you feel as though the entire world is on top of you, that's really where you are pushed to kind of like, quote unquote, your breaking point. And you're able to say, I'm going to stay in this uncomfortable, shitty, 
sensation, shitty feeling, or I can look at it and say, yes, this sucks. Yes. We all think like we all create things and create situations in our head and how we want things to pan out. And so when that's taken from us, it's like the whole world has gone to shit. And so being able to look at it and be like, yes, this isn't favorable. This might not be what I necessarily planned for this time to look like. However, I have my health. I have my family. I have alone time. I have a wonderful book and I have the sunshine every single morning when I wake up, like really making my field of vision smaller and focusing on waking up in the morning and setting an intention for the day that allowed me to kind of maneuver the different ebbs and flows and feelings. And cause it's, there's always going to come up times where you're upset, obviously with when you're in this situation. And so really just being like, you know what? It's okay, Mish. It's fine. Everything's going to be okay. This is just how it has to look for right now. But you can do this to make yourself feel better, which for me is painting or going on a walk by myself or journaling, whatever it is, is just connecting with myself and extending that compassion. And I've gotten really into like talking to myself like I would Mm -hmm. a child or like my best friend. Like I noticed how much I was berating myself and being like, well, why did this happen? This blah, blah, blah. And so just kind of coddling myself in a, in a sense has been so, so therapeutic for me and really has allowed me to see the glass half full rather than half empty. Yeah, no, I, I love that. And what you just said, I think is important and something to note on. Um, I know back when I lived in PA and that when I walked, there was nobody around, right? I was in the middle of nowhere. I would actually talk out loud to myself. And at first I was like, Emily, are you crazy? And then I was like, no, like I wouldn't be thinking this if I was actually like having some sort of like mental breakdown. Like I just found it so soothing to just have these self talks with myself. And it took me some time. And then I realized exactly what you just said there. We are always talking to ourselves essentially, right? But there's like, I think two levels to it. And most of us live in that state of the unaware subconscious talk that Mm -hmm. typically does tend to be negative. And it's, I think, heavily influenced by our self beliefs, limiting beliefs, the external world around us, critiques, the pressures of society, all of that. And it is a lot of the times not so great, right? For us, it's like, berating or it's questioning or it's driving anxiety, whatever it is. And then there's the level of self-talk when you are aware and you're doing the work to really be that like positive, affirming, reassuring, coddling like self, right? Like it's, Mm -hmm. we all have our inner child. We all have things that we weren't said to us properly, or they weren't said enough, or we just needed to hear those words and they never happened. So it's like, if nobody is doing that for you, like you are the only one left to do that. And sometimes it even is best that you are the one to do that because I mean, like I love words of affirmation, but 50% Mm -hmm. of the time I'm going to write it off as like, shut the fuck up. Like you don't mean, (laughs) I don't believe, you know what I mean? But it's like different to a spot where I am saying those things to myself. Right. And I'm like, I don't know. It can just be something as simple as like, there's a few days ago, I felt myself like literally on the verge of like a nervous breakdown, like just about to tip over. And I just started doing like my breathing that I like deep, 
deep breathing I do. And I just kept telling myself over and over, like, you are okay. Deep breaths. You are okay. Like this happened. What can we do to feel better? I just like, it, it was like an automatic shift from like the subconscious talk to me, like taking charge, being aware and being very mm-hmm. intentional with like knowing that I needed that right then and there, I needed somebody to be there to calm me down. And I didn't have that. So yeah. like who's left me. So I think that is really important there, what you said, and anyone, whether you do have people around you or you're living solo, or you're spending a lot of time alone, like no matter what your situation, the self-talk is something to be aware of. And I think to actually like think on and really raise awareness, practice around, Um, Mm -hmm. but yeah, totally. I think to start off, if anybody is kind of like a little unsure, like they can acknowledge it in themselves, but don't really know where to start. I would recommend like putting a name to your ego. And it it's very like, it's funny, but in all sincerity, like my ego is Michelle. That's Mm -hmm. my birth name. And so that it felt right because in a sense, that's your inner wounded child, really. And my higher self, my enlightened self, my true essence is Mish. And so I'll be like, no, it's okay, Michelle. You're just, you're worried about what you don't have control over, but it's going to turn out the way that it's supposed to like, and going through this. And like you just said, acknowledging that and being able to take that breath in between, okay, I could swan dive into an anxiety attack or I can remember the inhale and the exhale and slow down my breathing and take those steps to kind of like separate the two and distance yourself from your ego. Yeah. Oh, 110%. And I love that actually. Um, Just like giving a separate name to it because it is, I mean, it is like, we're so multidimensional, as you said before, right? Like yeah, I introduced myself as Emily, but like, that's not me. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm, I don't know. Totally. And I guess like last thing before we wrap it up here, but I'm curious, I know for me, um, I thought it was so funny and just like neat that you said your like ego self that like one self is Michelle and then like the other is Mish. And I feel this way, even with in-person relations in which if somebody repeatedly calls me Emily, I don't know why, but I've just like, I want to get to the point where like they know me enough that they're calling me M, right? And yeah. if somebody that just meets me and I don't feel like they know like what I feel is a more truer side to me or like mm-hmm. who I've become and they're calling me M already, I'm like, you don't know me. Like you you call me Emily. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like weird sometimes. Or like I've had people that I got pretty close with and they would just like keep calling me Emily and then I'd be like, please call me M or like Emmy. Like I don't, Emily yeah. is for like, Emily's like general use. That's like for everybody mm-hmm. that knows me. But when you like really know me, like that's M, like that's M E M, like whatever it is. Like, I don't know. I just, I'm sure a lot of people with like more, you know, like not proper, but just like, like your birth name versus like, if you have yeah. a name you've always referred to, I mm-hmm. don't know. So I thought that was neat. Cause it's like that internal, but also for me, I feel it in like an external way as well, but yeah. <laughs> totally. No, I know exactly, exactly what you mean. I feel like Mish is like when somebody calls me Mish and like they take it upon themselves, exactly what you were saying. Like some people I'm like, mm, no, you don't yeah. get that right. <laughs> like I didn't introduce myself to you as so, but for most people, when they take it upon themselves and like, I feel comfortable enough, I'm like, 
you get it. Yeah. I'm like, you just know. You see me. <laughs> yeah. You see me. You see who I am. Yeah. Totally. No, it's a happy heart moment. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, well, I love that. Thank you so, so much for just like going off on it today. Um, Always. Doing this last minute with me and just like being the absolute best. Um, but you mentioned mm-hmm. a bit before, but with 23 and everything you're doing, the main reason we connected in the first place. Um, mm-hmm. If you could just share like where people can find you connect. Um, and I'll also link, I forget the episode number, but I'll link it down below your first episode on the show as well that I loved. Yeah. Um, people can listen back to that as well to hear a bit more of your story and what you do and why you do it. But for now, where can they find you follow along connect? So you can find me at my visual diary on Instagram, which is 23 collective 20 T W E N T Y three. And I also just created a podcast of my own, which is on Spotify and Apple music and it is titled. And so it is, which obviously goes along with all of the spirituality stuff I love, but yeah, I would, um, I look forward to having you on the podcast in the near future. I would love, I would love, oh my God. And I am the worst. Well, do I, I said this to a friend the other day. I'm like, I've been so absent on Instagram the last few weeks. I had another friend start a podcast as well. And I didn't realize till I was interviewing her. I was like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> like I'm the worst. And so I'm so excited now because yeah. it's like you, her and another that I like, I was like, Oh my God, like I love these humans. And now they have podcasts. I suck for not realizing it, but like, fuck it. Like now I have them on my queue and I'm like, it's just so exciting for me. And I love when people do that. So Mm -hmm. everybody go listen. Um, I can only imagine like, I mean, that's why we connect in the first place is because I told you, I was like, I literally love your words. Everything you say is like heart straight to my heart. And I feel like people that share in that way oftentimes have some of the best podcasts. Um, So I'm very, very excited for that. And I'm sure it'll be phenomenal. Um, Well, thank you. Honestly, (laughs) full disclosure, you did inspire me to start my own podcast because I feel like you have a beautiful way of of being so eloquent on Instagram and that translates straight into your podcast. And I was like, Emily does it. I can do it. Yeah. Oh my heart. Girls empowering girls. Yes. We love it. Yes. Oh my God. That made my heart so happy. Yay. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) 